Welcome to One Stop Shop, a weekly podcast that helps ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs learn from the best. Brought to you by Convergio. To learn more about managing all of your e-commerce tools, channels, and strategies from one dashboard, visit Convergio.com. Hi there, I'm Eddie Pinar, founder at Convergio, previously co-founder of WeThemes and WooCommerce. And in today's video, I want to talk about why inclusion and not influence is the future of marketing. I think something interesting has happened in the recent past, right? So if I think about social media and we think about the kind of the, the initial rise or adoption of social media 10 odd years ago, um, one of the things I think helped make social media significant was that it essentially democratized the microphone, right? It took away the power from individuals, individual publications, um, or kind of truly kind of well-known people and said, here's a platform where kind of your opportunity to speak up, your opportunity to have your opinion, to voice it, um, is kind of much greater than it was before because you had this platform that could do it. Um, and the platform had no kind of strict rules about kind of, or hierarchy at least, which excluded kind of people from doing things. And then something interesting happened, right? Um, as most things kind of, you know, tend, tend to happen, a clever marketer somewhere figured out that what they can do is they can go to kind of well-followed individuals on any social network um, and they can essentially incentivize, i.e. pay them, to take that influence that they have with their audience to promote and sell kind of products, right? And hence, kind of influencer marketing was born. The, the challenge that I have with that, though, is that as influencer marketing has grown, we have kind of basically given an elite few people in the world um, the power and opportunity to promote and sell things to us. And my problem with that is that many of the things that they are promoting and selling you know, to us are manicured, polished, kind of staged, posed, right? You can see this, I mean, if I, I've been unfortunate not to be kind of lucky enough to, to see this in real life, but kind of there are many things, kind of your videos online or articles online where they show you kind of behind the scenes how many influencers kind of approach kind of these things. But you can see how when they're capturing a moment, take for example, kind of influencer marketing on Instagram, right? When they're capturing that moment and they're trying to get that photo that they're gonna post to their audience, that they're doing multiple takes of it. Um, they're sometimes using high-end um, you know, cameras and, and lighting. So they're not using a smartphone with a smartphone app, right? Um, and they're trying to stage that scene, that scenario, that experience in such a way that will get them the most attention. And that's not authentic. Right, that's not real, and I, I I get it. Right, as you know, kind of when I think about marketing in that sense, it's all about creating that FOMO. Right, the the response that they want to elicit is that FOMO of hey, I need this. The challenge just with that is that because it's so inauthentic and insincere and unreal that it's probably not viable for anyone else to have that exact same kind of experience or emotion if they buy whatever kind of is being sold, right? So I'm not sure that kind of influencer marketing in that way 
uh, is the future. And again, I, as you will know from most of my videos, when I have an opinion about these things, I'm not saying influencer marketing is completely wrong. I'm not saying it's from the devil. Um, I'm just saying that there are a couple of concerns I have with this um, and that I think there's a better future. To at least kind of substantiate what I'm saying, there are a few interesting stats I think that kind of supports this notion that influencer marketing have kind of you know, some, some challenges, right? So the first thing that kind of when I, when I researched this, uh, I found a few studies and I want to share a few stats with you. The first thing that was interesting was that most brands are spending up to 10 times more on the engagement they get from um, influence marketing than they would have if they just had some kind of new traditional kind of you know media buy or not just the traditional but kind of not influence marketing. So whether that's kind of paid ads or a magazine ad, um, you know they're spending 10 times more. So we're not that sure whether influencer marketing is that kind of is cheaper or that kind of more you know you know any kind of you know, more profitable, right? So that's the, the first thing. The second thing is. Um, Fake followers is a kind of massive, you know, problem, right? There's many kind of, you know, influencers that spin up bots or use services to artificially kind of augment their, their followers. And when you take that in context, um, kind of an industry acceptable, you know, standard for above average um, kind of engagement for an influencer campaign is only 4%, right? So again, 4% is it's not the worst thing in the world, but when you're paying 10 times more than you could for other things, potentially, you need to kind of weigh those things. What's more significant for me, a 2007 study found in Germany, at least, that brands were spending up to half a billion dollars on kind of fake followers, essentially, i.e. kind of doing influencer marketing for fake followers, right? That's half a billion dollars that's just been drained um, out of a whole kind of ecosystem um, and from businesses that could have probably used it otherwise. And then the biggest bugbear for me, um, and again, one of the things that you'll hear me harping on about is, is around profit. But if you talk with kind of marketers that engage um, in these influencer marketing campaigns, um, about 80% of them kind of will say that their metric of, of success is around the kind of reach and engagement. And only 46% will tell you that they measure the success of that campaign based on actual sales, right? So again, without going into uh, you know, a tirade around that, but that for me kind of does not make that much sense. Then like shifting that kind of narrative and when I started thinking about, I mentioned um, in, in the beginning, um, if influencer marketing is not the future um, and it's more about inclusion, um, what am I kind of saying with that? The first thing that I kind of you know, think about is a 2008 study by Sprout Social um, that basically kind of found that most consumers are saying and demanding of the brands they support that they should remove kind of these Photoshop models from their advertising and instead use real people, people like you and me. And what's interesting for me in terms of that is if you combine that with the other kind of you know, well-known stat, which is um, kind of you know, people are generally twice as likely to purchase a product based on recommendation from a friend or a like-minded peer versus a kind of influencer, right? So something about that for me says people are craving authenticity, people are craving realness. So that is kind of the backdrop on which we're starting. And when I say we, we at Converge are starting to think about what does kind of, what does marketing look like when it's inclusive? So for me, when I think about the kind of, you know, the great e-commerce brands 
um, in the future and the next couple of years, I think about brands that will be kind of will be kind, right? And they will build loyal kind of real relationships with their customers, and they'll do it in a way that is very inclusive, right? So it's basically saying we want kind of and are happy to welcome a diverse set of customers, you know, into kind of into our realm, into our ecosystem, and we would like to give all of them an opportunity to kind of speak up, right? So again, going back to my my example about social media, it's going back to those earlier days where we said, let's give everyone a microphone, not just a select few. Let's give everyone an opportunity to kind of all of our customers an opportunity to represent our brand, not just a select few that have managed to kind of carve out, you know, a really big following for themselves. So there's equality kind of, you know, around that. There's inclusion, there's diversity. And those, I think, you know, if we take just kind of a slight sidetrack to that, I think those are incredibly important values for us in society at the moment. If we see what's happening, um, and I'm not big on politics at all, but if you just have a glance kind of around the world, um, it is frightening to see how kind of divided kind of we've become. Um, I think stats suggest kind of, you know, when, when people are surveyed, more than 60% of them will say um, that we are, like they feel in their country, and there's different countries around the world, they're feeling incredibly divided, right? Um, and that's a concern. Inequality is a concern. Gender inequality is a concern. Racism is a concern. These things are not going away. And I think, to some extent at least, influencer marketing touches on some of those sensitivities. Not saying it is that, I'm saying it's touching on those things. Hence why when I'm thinking kind of inclusion, greater representation, diversity, it's just kind of taking a whole different view on that. Um, and again, saying I kind of, we build a brand that is inclusive of everyone and showcasing everyone. So this is not meant to kind of, you know, be a product pitch. Um, this is mostly meant kind of as a, at least kind of a thought piece. Um, and I, Hope that it gets you thinking about whether your brand and the marketing you're doing um, is inclusive, um, is equal, um, kind of has trust. I think trust is you know, an important part along with kindness. So I hope you think about those things. Um, at Convergio, we have recently released what we call the brand trust platform that is at least our first kind of you know, attempt at building some tools for marketers to be more inclusive and to be less reliant on influencer marketing or kind of you know marketing that does not support that kindness, trust, equality, diversity, and inclusion. So totally check that out. I'll link that up in the show notes. Um, and beyond that, totally, if you, um, if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, um, I love good discourse on these things. Um, for me, this idea about inclusion at least is something that we should all be speaking more about. Um, and I would love to kind of you know, learn about more perspectives um, you know, from all of you out there. So totally in the comments, anywhere, I'm on Twitter. Um, you can email me, you can Facebook me. If you find me, I'm happy to have that conversation with you. That is it. That is all I have to share today. Um, hope you enjoy the video and I will see you next week. Bye. One Stop Shop is a production of Convergio. Learn how to manage all of the marketing tools, channels, and strategies that you need from one dashboard.
by visiting Convergio.com. This podcast was produced in partnership with Come Alive Creative. For help building, improving, and marketing your e-commerce store, visit ComeAliveCreative.com. To listen to more episodes or to give us a rating, please visit Convergio.com forward slash iTunes. Thank you.